Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Well, cementing their spot into the grand final of the best of five series against the Sydney Kings uh, was the breakage yesterday. Fantastic performance. Great game one performance. Went to sleep game two over in Tasmania. Woke up again and just went bang yesterday. So to talk about the the fortunes and the comeback of uh, the Breakers after a few years in the wilderness, we're joined now by former Breakers guard and absolute icon of basketball in New Zealand over a long, long time. Uh, he is the Reefton kid. He's Phil Jones. G'day, Phil. How's things? Very, very good. Uh, pretty excited that we've made the final. It's it's a heck of a comeback story, really, the Breakers after the last two or three seasons, isn't it? Yeah, I think they've gone through a pretty big transformation in regards to culture, and uh, that's kind of showing in the way they're playing at the moment. And obviously being back in uh, New Zealand and playing in front of a home crowd makes a big difference as well. It, it feels to me like the important things all came right at the same time. We've got a good bunch of imports who have really bought into Breakers culture, for want of a better word. Uh, Modi Mayor, uh, a very much needed injection of enthusiasm and passion, but it's still got it all knit together, doesn't it, Phil? Yeah, it does, and I think, uh, you know, it takes a, a good head office team to make all that work, and obviously the uh, decision to bring Modi in as the coach has made, uh, made a big change. Um, it seems like they're back to enjoying playing basketball again. It's not a grind. And um, you've got three very good imports as well and they're uh, doing an amazing job and uh, showed last night the way they played. I want to ask you about Barry Brown Jr. Um, always starts on the bench. He won the six-man uh, award in, in the annual awards, rightly so. Why does he start on the bench? And is there, would you think there's a temptation to put him in the starting five or it just wouldn't work? I think it's a pretty good move by the breakers just because, um, you know, when they bring in that sort of the second string line or, you know, the, the guys off the bench, they don't lose any momentum. They, they almost gain momentum with bringing in those guys off the bench. And, you know, they've got a really strong uh, group. You know, they're, they're stacked with guards, um, with Lee Arthur and uh, uh, Will, McDow- uh, Will McDowell. Uh, um and Barry, Barry Brown Jr., you know, those guys, they're all um, really strong guards. They carry the ball really well. So uh, I think it's a, um, a good a good ploy by the breakers. Uh, and you know, Barry Brown Jr., he's, he's sort of bought into that role, and uh, he's uh, running with it, and he's having, having a great season. Looking at the two teams when they play at home, they're nigh on unbeatable. We saw what the breakers did to the Jack Jumpers. Two games at home just destroyed them. Um, Sydney Kings have only lost one game in the last two months at home. Uh, fortunately, that was to the Breakers, so we can beat them there. Is it is it a fact in this final series if you can get a win away from home? Yeah, you're more than halfway to getting the title. Um, yeah, well, you got to win away from home really to to getting the job done. I think it's uh, probably more even even so more crucial for the Breakers than the Kings. Um, yeah, I think if the Breakers can't do that, they're going to struggle to win a championship, obviously. Um, but I think uh, having played there last time and, and getting a win over over the Kings, 
yeah, they they know they mentally they can do it. Uh, obviously, the Kings will be uh, hurting from that loss, uh, so they won't want that to let that happen again. I think it's going to be a heck of a series, uh, and it could go either way. They've got a star in Xavier Cooks. He he's a phenomenal all court player. He's he appears at both ends. He, he's unreal. But the thing I take out of the Jack Jumpers series is Milton Doyle's a freakish player, uh, but they managed to shut him down last night, um, which was crucial because he's he's such a brilliant player. They can't afford Xavier Cooks to do a Milton Doyle on them like he did the first time. They have to shut him down right from game one. They do, yeah. And I think um, you know, the, I think these games are going to be won by how the role players step up. You know, you've got your stars and the stars are always going to attract the most attention. But it's about those players in the peripherals that actually come in and do a job. And, and you know, Leaf did a really good job last night. He scored the ball, you know, controlled the game. Um, you know, and I'm not saying that he's a, a peripheral player, but, he, but he's a guy that, you know, players need to step up in these moments because the focus is going to go on to, you know, Brown Jr., onto Pardon, um, you know, Brantley. Those guys are always going to have focus. So those other guys have got to step up and take opportunities and, and you know, knock shots down, play good defense. Um, I think that that's going to be pivotal for for the winning team. And, of course, we only get, if it goes the full, the full best of five, uh, only two are at home to the breakers. Can you tell me, as a basketballer who's played for a long time, what does a home crowd do for you? Well, you know, you hear all the old terminology that they're like a sixth man and, um, you know, all that type of stuff. And it's true. You know, there's, there's nothing like playing in front of a home crowd just to give you a little bit of extra um, momentum and energy and enthusiasm. And, uh, you know, that was evident last night with the Breakers playing uh, in Auckland. Um, you know, it just does add that extra bit of intensity. And you saw that when the Breakers travelled to, uh, to Tasmania and played over there. You know, their crowd was just into it from the start. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, the times of uh, the crowd sitting there and, you know, being a, a nice crowd, uh, uh, you know, and watching and clapping for all plays, that's, that's got to go out the window for the next couple of games for the Breakers. And I think the crowd's just got to get into it and get behind them and, and really push the Breakers across the line. So how do the breakers combat, you know, you're sitting in the dressing room in Sydney, ready to go out with, you know, their home crowd is just as good as a breakers crowd. Do you, can you do something like pretend we're at home, pretend they're cheering for us, even though they're not? How, how do you combat that game one? Well, there's a couple of different ways, I suppose. One of them, you can just meet it head on and go out there and um, I think I remember... Uh, Brown Jr. on the free throw line in Tasmania, you know, Hungry Jacks is being chanted at him and he's hyping up the crowd. You know, you can either do that and, and really try and put it, put it on the crowd and try and silence them or, you know, you go in and you just stick with your unit and you think about what you need to do in regards to the one percenters. You know, taking care of the ball is crucial. Rebounding hard on the defensive end is crucial. So limiting the other, other team's offensive opportunities. You know, if you take care of those two things, um, it's going to go a long way to getting you across the line when you go on the road. And the Breakers have done an amazing job this year actually getting wins on the road. Um, so at times I've seen like they're more comfortable away from home than they have been at home. Um, you know, so hopefully that carries on into this final series. But I think take care of the one percenters, get your, get your mindset right, forget about the crowd. It's going to be loud. You can't control it. Control your actions. You know, look after how you play 
how the team plays, stick together, huddle, and I think the Breakers could go a long way to getting a getting another championship. Is is potentially the most important part of a, of this first playoff game the first five minutes? Yeah, it can be. It can set the tone, but you you know you saw you know basketball is a strange game. You know you can be twenty points up one minute and you can be ten points down the next. Um, it can change really quickly, and especially the way um, these guys shoot the basketball these days. Um, you know the three point shot is such a, a big part of the game, and you know momentum swings um, change the flow of the game and. and Yes, it's good to get off to a good start, but I don't think you need to panic if you don't. You know, you've just got to get back to doing the right things and, and trying to slow slow the other team down. But, you know, obviously, if you can get off to a good start, that's great. But you don't want to give yourself that sort of false sense of security that, oh, this is going to be easy. You know, we got out to a 20-point lead. Yeah, we're going to win the game easy, and all of a sudden, you don't. Um, it's going, I think it's going to be a tight... Every game is going to be tight in this series. Yeah, so exciting. And finally, Phil, um, I used to play a bit of social basketball, and in the opposition team, there was always that punishing 40-year-old guy, 50-year-old guy who still had all the moves and all the pops. Are you that guy in a summer league? Uh, <laughs> no, not <laughs> not anymore. Um, yeah, the old body's starting to break down a little bit, and uh, you know, most of my uh, basketball these days is standing still and shooting and challenging people to shooting competitions because that's about all I, I can do. I can't run around. Uh, I definitely can't jump like I used to be able to. Um, yeah, so, you know, I've got kids now that are um, overtaking me in both skill level and uh, far beyond any athleticism I ever had. So um, that's exciting to watch from that side of things. So is it golf course on the weekends instead of basketball court? What? what, what uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's my new passion um, I would say it's a new passion my wife would probably say that it's been my passion for a very long time um, yeah and less impact on the body and uh, much more enjoyable to just walk around and have a bit of fun than uh, go out into a basketball court and get beat up <laughs> Brilliant Phil well we I guess you along with all of us are hoping the breakers can get another flag up in the rafters it'll be a, a brilliant <clears throat> return to form given what they've been over the last few years really appreciate your time talking to us today Phil uh, and enjoy your golf <laughs> yeah thank you cheers